Thank you for calling the Jungle Agency. This is Matt. May I help you? Matt, it's Joey Jingola. What's happening, my man? Matt, how you doing, sir? I'm doing well. How are you doing? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. I think it helps with the closing ratio if it's a good referral from someone where they're like, yeah, you need to talk to so-and-so. Maybe they're enjoying their work with this broker or this realtor, so then the realtor's like, yeah, you got to use my guy. And then that just bumps your closing ratio up into the 80s, 90s percent per client. So I think getting the referral makes it stronger and it's worth cultivating and maintaining those relationships. It's kind of like, you know, a review on Google or something, you know? It's better than a review from Google, I think. Right? Yeah. I mean, definitely, Matt. That's Matt Jungle of the Jungle Agency down in Asheville, North Carolina. Asheville, North Carolina. Beautiful Asheville, North Carolina. And um, he's talking about his experience and desires to keep those relationships warm and fuzzy with mortgage brokers and those folk to continually send him business. Now, if you remember, uh, we had talked with Matt on the last show uh, called something Disrupting Relationships, I can't, uh, to create a referral machine, something like that. Yeah. And we were talking about that whole idea of, of building out a process to attract more of those people. And Matt is saying, well, the reason that I like this is because it feels like it's, you know, like a review from Google. It strengthens the relationship. And I think, yeah, it's definitely a one-up, right? If you have another human being saying, go talk to this human being, if you're that guy's guy, you want to be someone's guy, right? As much as as much as much you might not want to think you do, but anyway, being somebody's guy is never a bad thing unless you're in prison, then that might be a little bit of a problem. But the overall idea behind what Matt is, is really talking about is, is he's not giving himself enough credit for being able to create that review himself, that recommendation for himself. And that's, I told Matt, I said, you know, Matt, if you're creating content, your content will create that referral for yourself. You don't have to worry about somebody telling you or telling somebody that you're worth doing business with. Your content will make that explicitly clear that you are somebody that they need to talk to. And in fact, that you're the only person that they need to talk to. And again, Matt was just you know talking about his desire to get into the content game a little more serious and be diligent with it. But the question that I had asked Matt was, you know, well, do you want to talk? And we mentioned this on the previous show. Do you want to talk to those home buyers, or do you want to create content specifically for your mortgage broker friends? Well, I mean, I'm going to talk to both, I guess, at some level. Well, I don't know. That's a really good question. I'd have to, I'd have to ponder on that a little bit longer. No problem, Matt. Take your time. I'm not recording a podcast or anything. I'll let you go to it. You think about it. I'm going to talk for a little bit more. I want you to seriously think about who it is that you think would be better to talk to because here's the thing, and and this is something that I think a lot of us fall into the, the trappings of is, is I hear about this internet and this content and this just creating business that just magically shows up and, and it just is made out of nothing, right? It's magic. And I think I said magically, yes, if I could just play the tape back. And I told Matt this, you can, you can, you can get four or 500 people to your site a month and you can feel great about it. And I'll give you a participation trophy if you want one. But at the end of the day, it's really not going to do much to drive your bottom line. Let me preface that is unless 
you know, you're not, you know, if those 500 people are coming for big time ticket, big commission items, and you're converting 10% of them, then yeah, you're probably doing okay. But if it's anything other than just, you know, if it's just standard auto and home business, if it's health insurance, if it's, um, you know, life insurance, that's not enough. Uh, if it's big time commercial, that would probably work. If you're getting enough big time commercial leads, if you're getting 500, 600 people a month and you're converting a decent amount, then those numbers work. Knowing the numbers helps, but just creating content to say, I can get 500 people to my website. Well, okay. That's, if that's your thing. Go for it. It's not going to impact or change your business. And the goal here is impacting and changing your business and creating a system that allows that to happen. And again, I can tell you from experience that that type of traffic, that type of activity is not going to be your friend. Now I'm not saying I'm the utmost authority on, you know, insurance website traffic, but again, selling a policy that, you know, again, is similar in commission to a traditional auto and home, you know, I know that, you know, I know what the, the actual revenue dollars are associated with that. And we're, you know, the eighth day into November, I can tell you right now that through eight days in November. Now, again, this is my bread and butter. You know, we've got about 2,200 some people already come, uh, have already come to the site by the afternoon of November the 8th. Of those 2,200 people, we've converted 33 leads, right? So that's the type of volume that you would need to do to really have a business that is, I don't wanna say built on, but you know, is a nice supplement to the other activities. And it takes a lot of work to get there. And it's not going to happen overnight. And again, like I said, that's on the lowest end of the scale as far as creating something that is going to drive noticeable business results. Everything else, it's going to be, it's going to be making you feel good, making you feel like, yes, you've done your job. You've gotten somebody to read a piece of content and then contact you to do business with you. A nice little perk, a nice little bonus, a nice little pick me up uh, to kind of get on with your day, but it's not ultimately going to be a main revenue source for you. It's not going to be delivering an experience in a consistent way that most of your clients find you from. But the big question is now that we have to go to back to Matt and say, Matt, what do you think? Are we talking to home buyers? Or are we talking to mortgage brokers? And I probably feel more comfortable just like talking with the lenders myself, just because talk to them about this house and just kind of talk their language a little bit, I think is somewhat interesting. But I realize also that there's a huge need, I think, to contact the consumers directly, because if they're not going with someone who's a legit agent, then they're probably just getting a really crappy policy. All right. So Matt's really close to talking himself out of what I think is a pretty decent idea. And I was up, I was, if that's, if we play back what he just said, I, I guess I'm not going to play it actually back. Maybe I could, I guess the technology exists. I'm just not going to do it because I'm maybe lazy, but, um, you know, Matt said, I think it'd be interesting to talk to the lenders, the people giving out the money, speaking their language. Okay. That's our answer. Then he goes on to say though, that I think that there's a, a very big need to talk to the consumer themselves. Okay. I'm with you, Matt. I can see that too. But then the reason that he gives as to why it is the case that he needs to talk to them is something that I think we are all guilty of and that we all need to be aware of because it, it's what leads us to being crappy policy defenders that ultimately, you know, sacrifice, you know, success in one avenue, right? It's, he said, I'm afraid I'm, I need to do that because if they're not talking to a, a real agent, then they're going to get a crappy policy. True or true, true or untrue statement, you know, again, we can debate that. I think that, yes, obviously they're going to get a better, you know, level of education and understanding of what they're buying and what they need working with an independent agent than if they, again, 
purchase through some other avenue. And it's those, it's that mentality that's going to prevent you from executing on something that really helps a lot of people. It's going to prevent you from creating that idea and building a, something exclusively and really focusing on, I'm only going to talk to these mortgage brokers guys. I'm going to create a referral machine to bringing them to my front door digitally through content that nobody else is creating, probably in the country, um, on how to attract them to me so that they send all of their business to me. I'm going to create a process and experience that they've never experienced. I'm going to solve problems that are so unique and custom to them that they can't even, they couldn't even hope to imagine to have received these problems being solved from me for free, just an insurance guy. I'm going to compel them. I'm I'm going to help them get the deal done in any way that I feel is is uh, relevant to their business. And as a result of that, I'm going to become the go-to guy for, I guess maybe if Matt wants to say, all of North Carolina for all of mortgage brokers. Now, if that actually happens and that is a success and Matt focuses on that for X amount of time, let's call it a year, two years, three years, probably more realistically, a couple years plus, don't you think that if he's got that rocking and rolling, then he can actually go back and then develop his direct-to-consumer approach and then really help at a pretty decent scale protecting people from buying crappy policies? And again, I say this being a person who is not perfect and who just yesterday spent 45 minutes talking to somebody that he had no business talking to. Trying, I wasn't trying to sell them a health insurance policy. I was just giving them the best information because the policy that they had available to them was going to be better than what I could offer them, meaning you know, they had an option. And I had to advise them to say, listen, I'm not going to sell you anything because the thing that you have available is better and I can't do anything for you. But it's a, it was a mom calling for her daughter who has a degenerative spine disease. Her spine is crumbling. She needs treatment from a specific hospital that the network that I was going to offer wasn't available. And the only way that we were going to get a network available was to, 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 to really, there wasn't a way to get the network available. And then the option that they had had that network available. And again, explaining the different Things that went along with that. Again, 45 minutes of my day that I won't get back, that I won't get paid for, that I helped that lady understand a little bit more in depth, a little bit more, you know, kind of into the future, the implications and ramifications of the decisions that they have to make right now. Yes, we're all going to do that in some capacity. It's in our blood. It's in our DNA to you know, help somebody understand something when we are able to. I, I would never ask any one of us not to do that. But if you're focusing a core part of your business around around just the fact that, well, I want to talk to them because if they don't talk to me, then they're not going to get the policy that they need. I don't I don't buy it. Right. I don't. And I love Matt. Matt is uh, I've come to know Matt quite a bit. I just want Matt to be a little bit more decisive on being confident enough in his ability to execute on the thing that that speaks to him the most and to realize the value in just letting the secondary thing kind of sit on its own and not have to be concerned with it because of whatever expectation you or somebody else has for it. The only expectation that you have for something is your own. And I think we all need to kind of start viewing our agencies that way. You know, yeah, we've, we've learned something from the guy that had it before us, from the family member that had it before us. We've all had this thing that was taught to us, but we all have to adapt in today's market to really be confident in what we want to do and the way that we think it's best to uh, attract and communicate with the the clients and prospects that we ultimately want to do business with to then be able to continue to grow and expand. And I just feel like if we don't get that serious and focused about it, we will continue to kind of spin our wheels and not be where we want to be with anybody, right? 
So that's the downside is, is, is you need to commit to yourself and say, I'm going to be confident enough that I'm going to give this a serious shot. Now that's not to say that you have to turn away the business that's coming in from other avenues, but it's to say, listen, I'm going to really put a focus on this and figure out how to do it. Knowing again, that this is something that isn't going to happen overnight, but if it does work, I see potential in it actually, you know, just continuing to work and always working and, and being a spot for me to differentiate myself in a very noisy kind of landscape. Because if there's anything that I hate more is, is trying to compete against the noise. And the easiest way for you to win is to figure out a way to get out from under the noise, to walk up right alongside of it, wave to it as you pass it on the freeway, and then actually get to the destination first. That's the goal. That's what we're all trying to do. And fearing anybody that has f figured out a way to do it first is only going to, again, continue to put you further behind. All right, so I just got off the phone with somebody who booked their uh, booked appointment on my online calendar, and I just gave them a call, and they actually ended up being in Arizona. I don't sell health insurance in Arizona. If you're listening to this and do sell health insurance in Arizona, well, I got somebody you can call, even though from what I hear, it's pretty nuts. I don't, I mean, wow, no. However, in the time that I was talking to this lady, I was just Googling independent insurance agents in Arizona, and one of the first things that came up was uh, green insurance, and uh, I went to their blog, and uh, they have three blog posts. I'm just, this is just fun. I'm just, this is, I'm just doing this out of fun because it is health insurance season. And I need to let go of some steam. Arizona seasonal home insurance is the headline. Not, not a terrible headline, I guess. But the first line starts out, green insurance has many options available when it comes to finding you the right Arizona seasonal home insurance. As a trusted choice independent insurance agent in Arizona, Green Insurance Group offers more than a dozen top rated insurance companies with some of the best coverage and rates available. Those are the first two paragraphs. I'll stop there. There's only two or three more paragraphs, uh, the last of which says, call Green Insurance Group at 4806.0 for your insurance quote on your Arizona secondary seasonal home. We have many options for secondary homeowners in Arizona. Maybe 300 words, uh, maybe 200 words. That is not a blog post. I'm sorry, I just had to squeeze that in. I just, it came across my, literally as I was getting ready to record the outro to the show, I saw this, I'm like, well, you know what? I'm gonna share this little nugget of joy with all of you because it is awful. And it makes me upset at this kind of stuff. Like people, I mean, what? So if, I'll just say it because I don't want you to be like these people. If you want to make sure that you're not writing blog posts like that, I mean, obviously that's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, do have a free membership, growprogram.com slash free if you want to make that happen. Or again, jump into the academy. It'll make sure you don't suck that hard at blogging. Again, growprogram.com slash academy. Please don't. Please don't. I'll see you later.